Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips for 2023. I'm currently going through my season previews. I'm almost finished. Only two teams left and if you haven't, go check out the other season previews that I've recorded. There's plenty of uh, teams that I've covered so far, including the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Sydney Roosters, the Manly Seagulls, the Gold Coast Titans, the Dragons, Manly, the Dolphins, the Storm. Plenty of teams. Go check them out. Tell me if I'm right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if you think I'm crazy. And make sure... Yeah, follow, you know, the podcast, wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast, Spotify, I'm on, I'm on my podcast, Google podcast, make sure you follow Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook, and check out Tuesday night, my round one prediction show will be available, if you want to see all my previews for the first round of the Telstra Premiership, check that out, but as I mentioned, only two teams left to preview, today it's the Cronulla Sharks who... Had a fantastic season last year under their brand new coach, Craig Fixgiven. He immediately came in and made an impact. They were a much better defensive side. I think they're the third best in the NRL. They only conceded 15 points a game. And the impact of some leaders from um, Melbourne made an immediate impact. Dale Finucane seemed to just raise the standards of the whole club. The forward pack really lifted last year. But obviously, the, the guy that came in and... And really uh, changed the way that they attacked and uh, controlled their football matches was Nico Hines, last year's Dalian medalist. He was on absolutely on, on fire all year. He was enormous. Um, yeah, 21, I believe it was 21 try assists, 29 line break assists, if those stats are correct. Enormous season. And really, for majority of the year, they, they went you know, about their business kind of flying under the radar. It was a disappointing end of the season for them because... They had uh, earned the right to finish second on the ladder the regular season, and then in the finals, uh, they weren't at their best, so to speak. They were winning by eight points with ten minutes left against the uh, the Cowboys in their home ground of Cronulla up there and at the Shire, and they just couldn't hang on. And uh, the Cowboys fought tooth and nail to win that game, and then. The second week of the finals, they came up against the red-hot South Sydney side who blew them off the park. I was at that game, and Cronulla were never in it, and it was a disappointing way to end the season. But I think that Cronulla would take a lot out of that disappointing exit. A lot of the guys that hadn't been in that environment before, they got a lot of much-needed experience. Um, Matt Moylan, Nico Hines combination, I think, got better as the season went on. Will Kennedy kind of got his first taste of finals football. Um, and I think that the spine... Overall, Blake Braley included in this as well, um, really got better together when this, as the season continued. I think that um, the onus for Cronulla now is to improve on that season and really make that season the foundation of some dominant years to come in the NRL. And one thing that I, one area that I think Cronulla struggled when it came to the finals last year was their forward pack. I think um, South Sydney, especially in that week two game where they got eliminated last year, completely dominated them through the middle of the ruck and. The onus is on the big forward pack um, to step up and make sure that that doesn't happen again in 2023. Craig Fink's given it his second year at the helm. I think that he would really have um, concentrated on those big match moments in training, but you can concentrate on them all you want, but there's nothing quite like being in them, and I think Cronulla just need more experience in big matches, and if they can get that, then I think that... and, and gain that value of experience. And there's guys there that have it, guys like... Dale Finucane and, and Nico Hines was a part of a premiership winning squad as well. And, um, you know, 
if they can continue the progression, I, I don't see why they can't win a premiership in the next few years. If you look at their player movements that Craig Given has orchestrated during the offseason, um, the only one to note that you know has played, done something significant in first grade is Oregon Confuci from the Eels. He comes over from the grand final squad. Some young talent that they've re-signed as well. So, you know, the big thing that the Sharks have lost in 2023 is the experience of Andrew Feeder and Aiden Tolman. I feel like... Um, they added just a lot with their level head and the fact that they'd been there, done that. They've won, they'd won premierships before, and I think that you know those young forwards really led on them and Dale Finucane, and it's up for them, up to them now to you know kind of path, you know their their season and and make their own future, make their own path out there. So they've also lost Miller and Metcalf, a couple of promising young players as well as Pele. So Cronulla, uh, they're mostly going to be the same and one of the I guess most settled. 1-17s, I've always said that if you've got a settled 17, I think you can find a lot of success in this league. And we look at their predicted round one team, according to NRL.com, Will Kennedy is the fullback, the wingers will be Sion Katoa and Renato Mulatalo, the centers, Jesse Ramian and Sasifa Talakai. In the halves, Matt Moylan and Nico Hines, their props, Toby Rudolph and Royce Hunt, their hooker, Blake Braley. In the second row, Britton Nakora and Teague Wilden, and their lock is Dale Finucane. On the bench, as reliable as ever, Cameron McInnes, Wade Graham, Hemman Ueli, and Oregon Kafusi. So you look at that squad, and there's guys in there that um, have been around for a long time and, and some superstars of the game, no doubt about it. I think Talakai was a revelation, especially in the first half of, season, of the season last year in the centers. Him and Ramian, in my opinion, uh, really lead one of the best center pairings in the competition. They're both very different players, but I think they're, they've both got the ability to break a game open. As I mentioned, I think that the onus for Cronulla to continue to improve in 2023 is by really taking it to their opponents via their forward pack. I think the onus is on them to be better this year. They were good last year, but you know, ultimately, when they came against the big teams, they couldn't stand up as much as I'd hoped. So guys like Rudolph and Hunt, they're going to get better as they get more experience, same as Teague Wilden and Nakora. But I think Finucane and McInnes and Wade Graham, those guys really have to... Um, have to calm the team down, the forward pack down, and really lead by example there. And I think if they can do that, then Cronulla will get better in those big game moments. And instead of, you know, going out in straight sets in the finals, they can potentially start winning some finals matches. But um, we look at Cronulla's draw to start the season. And, you know, I, round one, they've got CFC a near tough game to start the year for them. And Nico Hines rumoured to potentially um, be missing that. Um, but after that... You know, the Eels, the Raiders, the Dragons, the Warriors. It is a manageable um, early draw. Then they got the buy in round six. So I think they can build some momentum, get some early wins on the board. And, you know, if Nico misses a couple of weeks, Nico misses a couple of weeks. I mean, they've got Connor Tracy and Trindle in the reserves. They're waiting for an opportunity. So, you know, I think they can really lay the platform early, do what they did last year, start accumulating some wins and kind of fly under the radar a little bit. And then when it comes to the back end of the season... Craig Fitzgibbon's just got to hope they're better in those big moments. I feel like he has done a remarkable job as coach since he took over, and they'll continue to develop and continue to get better as the season progresses, no doubt about it. You know, I kind of um, considered a couple of different options when I decided where to place Cronulla at the back uh, on my season ladder. I've gone sixth. I think that there's definitely a lot of areas to improve and grow, but Nico Hines, if he has a season anywhere near what he did last year. Then they'll be in the mix. Um, and Moyland had probably his best 
you know, season in five plus years. So, you know, if they continue to improve together as a combination, I think that the kicking game still has an improvement and some of the game management skills can still be improved and I can see them pushing for the top four and then who knows when it comes to finals. So I have Cronulla finishing sixth during the regular season. What do you guys think? Do you think that they're a team that's worthy of the top four? Do you think that they could drop a little bit? I kind of struggled in my placement of them this season, as I mentioned. So what do you guys think? Where do you think Cronulla's going to finish in the ladder at the end of the season? Make sure you check out Steve's Round 1 Prediction Show on Tuesday night, and I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips.